Warning, we are a spoiler-based podcast. At times, we are also an offensive podcast, and we are most certainly a verbally explicit podcast. So if you fear for any of your delicate sensibilities, please back up now before you reach the point of no return. This is your final warning. Welcome to yet another trash-laden episode of Cinematic Anarchy. Uh, Today, uh, we have with us Miss B and Mr. Thomas... Hi. And uh, yes, you can speak now. Aha. Sorry, I've been laughing so hard. <laughs> I, oh, what? Oh, what are you laughing about, bro? <laughs> it's, it's Chris, and then you, and this everything just made me laugh, and now my diaphragm is hurting. Oh. <laughs> oh. That was, like, that was violent. Yeah, it was. I was laughing, <laughs> I was laughing aggressively. Uh, <laughs> don't start again, Tom. Don't do it. And breathe. We good? And I'm like, I'm at nice point of toasty after I had, like, um, I just got some chocolate edibles. Oh, that okay. sounds really good right now. Oh, it's so good. Let, let, let me text my guy. No, I'm joking. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So I'm kidding. tasty. As long as you're enjoying it. I had, like, hat. Oh yeah, I had like half a bar. You're so toasty. No, it's it's really funny when you make like a whole tray of brownies and I brownies, and your grandma eats like most of them without realizing what kind of brownies they are, and then you just kind of look at the reaction of your grandma, just just hella toasty, just sitting down giggling at absolutely nothing. <laughs> and, he, and, your, and your cousin comes in saying, "I think we need to put grandma in a home," and I'm like, "No, no, she good. Trust me, she good." <laughs> she's really happy right now (laughs) when you make yourself some edibles and you realize the children accidentally got into them so you sneak out of the house (laughs) oh no (laughs) I've seen that it's fucking hilarious ah so uh, today uh, we are going to be discussing a mutually despised movie by all parties including Mr. Thomas the Vikings uh father who uh turned it off halfway through just listening to it Uh, we are going to be discussing batman and robin let the hate begin (laughs) Uh, just uh (laughs) that's that seems to be this the noise this movie this movie why it's that bad I don't See, I think I thought he was good. I don't think the actors were the problem with the movie. That's where I will agree with you. I think I think it, I think it was the screenwriter and the script and the director just Oh god no. What you're supposed mm. to do is you're supposed Uma to Thurman as Poison Ivy, though. Again. Hey, no. Hey, hey, with all due respect, with all due respect, when I actually watched that film for the first time, bear in mind it came out the year I was born. I thought she was extremely attractive as Poison Ivy. Not the point I'm trying to make, though. The point I'm trying to make is the cast choicing in itself was good, but the roles they were given were bad. Now, yeah. Batman and Robin's choices, I feel like they were good. George Clooney as Batman was decent. He has that kind of swaggery vibe that Batman would give off as Bruce Wayne. I get that's good. Robin, 
the Robin he was playing, he played it fairly well. Arnie should not have been Mr. Freeze. Arnie would have been better suited as fucking Bane. Uh, that, okay. I agree. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> they did get somebody that was considerably larger for Bane, though. Uh, mm-hmm. But Bane was ne- Bane's whole premise was he was never just big. This Bane that they had was just a big dude. Bane was incredibly muscular. You know what I mean? Right. And the origins for Bane, they fucked it up. Bane was not a fucking test subject like that. He was not. Just like they fucked it up in one of the Batman films with fucking... What's his name? Oh, what's his fucking name now? He played Batman for like three fucking films. Oh, oh, uh, Christian Bale. That's it, yeah. Their version of Bane fucked up his stories. Bane was a luchador! Hence the mask. Well, Bane was also not stupid. They made Bane stupid in this, and Bane was actually a, a, a very, very smart character. Like in the in the comics, Bane literally methodically thought out, found out who Batman's true identity was, fucking dug up his parents, and then set up this entire scheme where he ended up facing Batman one-on-one to a point where Batman was near enough exhausted and then fucked his shit up. Bane's intelligent. Bane ain't no fucking docile, I do as told. He's not that character, and that annoyed me significantly. Can someone remind me why we're not, like, video recording this episode? Because, like, this guy's, like waving around and like being all expressive about this shit and god damn it the, the, <laughs> the episode that voice right like the the episode that like everything is running smoothly fucking we're not recording video damn it <laughs> uh, it also has to do with a request by one miss b to not record today because i am not up to it yeah true <laughs> so exactly that was that was True. your physical exactly. request not to, to record too. <laughs> you know, we, we we listen to you. We try our best. So appreciate you. <laughs> another thing that pissed me off about this movie: there was a scene where Robin drives his motorcycle through a set of doors. Why the fuck did when he drove through these doors, it made the Robin symbol? When it was a bike. So, have you seen all four of the movies in the the Schumacher universe? Have you seen everything from Batman to Batman Returns to Batman Forever on to Batman and Robin? Yes. So, they started out fairly dark. So, the original Batman movie, the one with uh, Jack Nicholson as the Joker, was, was actually fairly dark it was a little i liked that movie that movie was good that was a good movie as they went on though it became like they went on to batman and robin it became not batman and robin batman returns with um uh, michelle pfeiffer as catwoman and danny devito as the penguin and that was was still dark still dark but a little more goofy and then they move on to Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey, and it became a lot more goofy. Uh, I liked that. 
I like I that. I like that. Because Jim Carrey played an excellent Riddler. Jim, not just that, Tommy Lee Jones played Two-Face to a T. I have never seen Tommy yeah, Lee Jones I will agree. do that before. It's creepy seeing that man smile as well. That was the creepy part for me. Seems. That man has... Ne- every Almost every film I've seen him in never really shows an expression on his face other than pissed off. Two things. To see him in a film where he grins like that, nah, I'm like, nah, I'm good. That 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 will haunt my dreams for the rest of my days. Two things. One, Tommy Lee Jones laughing laughing maniacally like that. Yes, I agree. That was a little unsettling. Number two, Tommy Lee Jones hated working with Jim Carrey. Hated it. I can see I could see why. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, moving on. It was on. still a good movie, though. It was th- th- those three were good, and then the second we get to Batman and Robin, it was like when Batman why? and Robin. I feel like one things may have been rushed. Like they rather than have a good script, they went literally every other line was some groan-worthy pun like we were still in the nineteen the, the, the 1960s television show. Okay, so let, like that's kind of how I feel about all of the old Batman movies. That's kind of how I feel about Batman in general. It's just cheesy and it's a little overrated. And I think Tom might have an aneurysm. I'm offended. <laughs> I Okay. I'm, I'm going to break a lot of people's hearts after that. Well, No, I mean, I'm sorry. My whole argument for why Batman isn't overrated, how can you sit there and say Batman's overrated and yet watch Iron Man when basically the premise of those two are near enough the fucking same? They're both building Yeah, you're they right. Both play with they both you're absolutely parents. right. They both have no fucking parents, and they both became superheroes. Yeah, you're right. Iron Man's overrated too. But, but, but everybody <laughs> fucking praises. It's Iron not Man. about the universe. It's not about the universe. It's about the characters. Uh, no punches right there, just Miss Beast. You're correct. They both suck. You know that's. <laughs> <laughs> but Batman's significantly better than Iron Man because, in all honesty, it seems a little bit more realistic. In my opinion, it How? seems more realistic. How? Because. Because if I was Ow. a billionaire, if, listen, if I was a billionaire, okay, and I watched my parents get shot, I would put my money into finding a way to find this killer and kicking living shit out of them. The main difference. I would between, just go, hey, I'm going to build a suit and save the world. The main difference. I would between, do that shit. He, he, he does know that Iron Man's parents are, are dead, right? Yes. Yes. The main difference between the two movies is is the fact that with Batman, you have a billionaire who hires experts to create his little toys for him, whereas with Tony Stark, and I'm going to sneeze, okay, I'm allergic to this whole conversation. Uh, he's allergic to the bullshit. With Tony Stark, True. not only is he the billionaire, but he's also the inventor of his own technology. So that puts him intelligence-wise, I want to personally say, like, several steps above Batman. But hand-to-hand combat-wise? Hand-to-hand, well, he, he didn't really need to worry about hand-to-hand combat because he had his pretty little suit that he made. Yeah, exactly. And what happens if that pretty little suit gets ripped off him? 
Right. Another one comes flying from his fucking den of wonders. Yeah, technology. Yeah, but the time, but the time it would take his suit to go from his den of technology to get to him, <laughs> said villain who ripped off this suit could have crushed his entire skull without even fucking trying. Whereas Batman would at least have had a chance to kick the shit out of the person. Iron Man versus Batman is like bringing a bazooka to a fist fight. I'm sorry. That's exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs> those 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 uh, those hand cannons I, that uh I still stand I'm a DC I'm what a DC I purist. Fuck marbles. <laughs> I still stand by what I said. They're both overrated. Uh I, like I said, I'm a DC purist. Fuck marbles. Just saying. I don't want to say that Batman's overrated as a comic book character. I just don't think Outside of maybe one or two movies, I don't think the movies have really done the character of Batman justice as an actual character. Uh, no, the Batman vs. Superman did it decently well. And Schneider's cut of Justice League did it decently well. Christian Bale's adaptation of Batman was a little bit too dark. Uh, and the, the other Batman films tried to stick more to, like... The really ranchy, old school kind of comics. I want to say, didn't yeah, really they didn't take any adaptation of the newer ones. They they did. They stuck to kind of like the the sixties, seventies, like really kind of goofy version of Batman. You yeah. Know? yeah. Whereas uh, the uh, newer movies kind of went with like the <coughs> Frank Miller, almost gritty comic book, and then Zack Snyder did his own thing altogether. Zack Snyder just made it amazing. So. Zack Schneider should get, like, a fucking golden house. I'm sorry, he deserves it. A golden house? A golden house. Solid gold house. Yep. That's... A lot of fucking gold. See, I don't think he would... Yeah, that's a lot of gold. I don't think he would do that. I don't... He's not... He's not... No, 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 it's not that... No, it's not that he would do it. He deserves it. Like, someone should do it for him. Look what we've given you. Can we just melt that down and give it to poor people? Just... Right? I don't need that. That's how humble. That's how humble he is, though. He would give it to poor people, showing that Zack Snyder is just as fucking awesome as he should be. Enough said. Yes, we we give him a anyway, golden colored house. It turns this, out it's just sort Batman of a Batman movie. Brick of sharp Who was your favorite character? <laughs> my favorite character. My favorite character. I'm sorry, it, it's not a big character, but it's John Glover playing the Floronic Man. The floor. Oh God! In the beginning, you mean, of the, you mean the, uh, the, <laughs> no. the the basically the guy like who Alfred. created Bane and then accidentally created Poison Ivy. But I just love the one line that he had where she turns him down and he goes, "Well, I'm not good with rejection, so you're just going to have to die." And then he pushes her over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. That bit was good. I liked Alfred because the way they the way they portrayed Alfred in that film is pretty much how alfred should be and alfred was he was caring over batman and cared more about batman well, bruce wayne's health and right. his mental state more than his own he didn't let anybody know he was sick until it reached the point where he was near enough gonna die you know what i mean like that's why i like that's how how alfred was that's why i liked him as a character i thought he was perfect for it okay okay uh, nice. What about you? You haven't made a choice yet. 
Favorite <laughs> about none of them. I like Bane. Them Bane. Oh, I like Bane. You liked that version of Bane? I don't like that version of Bane, but I like that he was. Actually, I, I, I don't know. He was the mindless I, I brute. Bane. <laughs> he was this like little puppet character. He was just like, okay. Whatever you want to do. Which is what Bane never was. I mean, I get what you say, but like Bane. <laughs> Realistically, and then fucking, like, like the deflating. That, the, like the deflating muscles, and he's just laying there. Just, he looks like one of those fucking old marijuana commercial. Could, like, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. I, I get am. what you're saying. If we put actual Bane in that movie, though, any point Poison Ivy would have told him to do something, big. he'd have punched her square across the fucking room. This should have been just a big <laughs> oh, PSA I was, commercial. I was waiting for that. I was hoping for that. Fucking, uh, There should have just been a big PSA Honestly, commercial really like... along with, with the creation of Bane. If this is your Bane, then this is your Bane on drugs. Any questions? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> This is like the perfect meme bane. See, it would have made more sense if we got the actual bane that, you know, was from the comics, but Poison Ivy did use her little mind-controlling fucking dust on him continuously. I think... That would have made more sense. I think whoever wrote the script made a a mental mistake (laughs) and mixed up the Hulk with Bane. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bad accurate. That's a bad accurate. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it felt like because he taught the the mannerisms and the the presentation of Bane outside of the luchador costume. All the mannerisms and presentation were all the Hulk, scrawny yep. dude, turns big monster. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, even the even the bad speech accurate. patterns. It's 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 kind of basic. Uh, hear and repeat. Which is kind of what the Hulk did in his early incarnations, you know. Yeah. Very, very yeah, little speech. Kind of moaned and groaned. Uh, but okay, absolute. And I'm going to say moments. What are the worst moments you feel in the entire movie? The suit up. First yeah. of all, first of all, I, I I was going to I was going to make comments about sexism so on and so forth, but they did it with every single character where they focused on the chest and they focused on the cod piece and they even did it with Alicia Silverstone. So you basically they did the close ups of the butts and the crotch and everything for everybody, and it was like why is that necessary? No, one thing that confused me, and this is not to try and like, be sexist, really, why would you like make the men's suits have nipples prominently that you could see, but then on the woman's suit, nothing? The, why? Don't because... put nipples on the suit, period. First of all, no nipples, nipples at suit, all. Period. But also, you, you, you can't try to be equal sex, sexism-wise and put nipples on the female suit because you would not believe the uproar that that, that would have created. <laughs> they should have yeah. got rid of the nipples, period. another one that pissed me off another scene that pissed me off when he's in the batmobile for the first time driving out of the Batcave, yes and he gets his little communication in the car that it's literally bat signal he appears there is never a fucking communication like that never no never because that because batman's smart enough to know that shit can be traced and they could find his secret lair regardless he, that's why he would have a meeting point that was indicated by a fucking light in the sky. So Ugh! it annoyed you're, me. You're you're having like this aneurysm right here. We're not letting Miss B talk very much. What about your worst moments? 
all of it. <laughs> it was all terrible. Um, personally, for me, I have a couple of worst moments. Number one, okay. the worst, the num number one is Batman and Robin flat on their asses on the ice, and miraculously, they've got skates in their boots, which they can tap and bring up <laughs> right? like they're wearing wheelies. What the fuck is that? I, <laughs> go, go, gadget, ice skates. <laughs> <laughs> right? I like that. that go, go, gadget, skates. <laughs> okay. That was fucking stupid. Number two. The whole scene with the bat account. Sorry, the Batman's back, like the bat card. That. The fuck? That's oh, right. so right. stupid. Right, the bat card. Never leave the cave without it. Where what? they're buying women. Right. No, where they're buying ivy. They're just buying ivy. It's like, I'll, yeah, I'm no, but the, 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 whole, the whole event itself was auctioning women to raise money for plants. Right. Well, yeah, I get that. There was, yeah. a, there was a deeply sexist tone in the whole... The only thing... The only thing that I think Alicia Silverstone did good in the entire movie was kick Poison Ivy's ass and basically told her that the passive aggressive sexualism is it just give, gives women a bad name altogether. Yeah. But also the yeah. shitty performance that she gave as Batgirl also gave women a bad name. Anyway, getting dressed what up in that suit in general. What was the whole point in the suits? What was the whole point in the black and silver suits? It was to accentuate the literally the genitalia. If you looked at the suits, yeah. there was like, there was no reason for it. Like We're going, there was nothing different about those suits it, either. It was Mister Freeze camouflage, I think. <laughs> I think that's what it, it seemed like they were going for. Like we're going to have to fight in the ice, so let's make things silver. You know. <laughs> Yeah, that that's make things silver. Exactly how it is. I'm not sure where the fucked up point A to point B logic was there, but that's I think what they were going for. Uh, <laughs> the whole dog mid piss thing. Why would you emphasize that? Like the dog that got frozen mid piss, just to unfreeze it, and it carried on like nothing happened. The little uh, bulldog. Yeah. Also, <laughs> hold on. The, early in the movie, when they first meet Freeze, and Freeze basically turns Robin into a solid ice block. The relative ease with which George Clooney picks him up and dunks him in the water. <laughs> it just picks him up and drops like, um, I'm pretty sure that'd be a little bit more difficult than like, that. First of all, it's a human being, but now it's a human being that is now a solid block of ice. So... A little bit of effort into looking like you're putting yeah, a, little a little bit of bit effort of into it. A little bit of moaning and groaning while you nope, lift this person. Let's go. The one problem that I had with George Clooney as Batman was not so much his Bruce Wayne, but the fact that he did nothing as Batman to differentiate himself from Bruce Wayne. Everybody else, yeah, including the, the voice, Val Kilmer, everything. Michael Keaton, Christian Bale, and Ben Affleck. Everybody else did that slight ra gravelly, raspy tone to kind yep. of mask the voice. Oh, you, uh, I was going to say that. You're right. Fucking, there, there was no... There... Where's the voice change? None. He was just... Like... I'm Batman. I am also Batman. No, it's like, hey, <laughs> hi, I'm Batman. Batman. No, no, it's like, hi, I'm Batman. Nice to meet you. Ten minutes later, hi, I'm Bruce Wayne. Nice to meet you. Now, I don't know about this, but there's something fucking wrong here, mate. I can't... I'm... 
That's how I worried about oh, fuck is something wrong here. It's about as effective as Superman with his glasses. That's about, it's about as effective right there. Yo, oh my god. It's not just the glasses. That's not just the glasses. That shit drives me fucking mad. Are you serious? What the, the it's the hair curl as well. It's a completely different person, can't you tell? With that hair curl, that's obviously Superman, but with those glasses and that hair it's obviously Clark Kent. Oh, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Everything is terrible. I did, well, I'm just picturing Superman not being as much of a Boy Scout. Just somebody being like, you know, we, we see Clark Kent run off, and then this guy just watches him run off. And then Superman comes out of nowhere, fights off the bad guys, and he he, he lands, and the guy's going, I saw you do, and then Superman just <laughs> pops him right in the nose. No, 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 no. Could you imagine this? No, mid-film, mid-film. Some guy just goes, wait, I just, I just, without a second thought, you just see that guy get his neck snapped and he just dropped. Oh no, what happened? They, <laughs> they failed to show okay. us the cave of people he's holding captive because of the fact that people just, oh wait, yeah, you're, <laughs> I know what's going on here. <laughs> have you guys watched Brightburn? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Have. that was a that was a good little movie. I liked that. Oh, good, beautiful movie, beautiful. Way, be- way better than fucking Batman versus Robin. I'll tell you that much. I want yes. them to do the Evil Justice League movie. I really do. Right? Uh, there needs to be an Injustice League movie. Uh, apparently, that was in the works at one point. Mm. Well, we can always hope. So- we can always hope. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say about this movie. It was uh, everything about it was terrible. Arnold Schwarzenegger's um, performance as Mister Freeze was decently terrible. Like he had his good moments, and then there was just fucking god awful terrible moments, which was most of the film. If they had not done what they did with the movie. They had good actors in these roles. If they had not... If they had actually spent some time on the script and set it up like an actual fucking movie and not a groan-worthy pun fest from beginning to end, this would not have been a bad movie. Yeah. But because of the fact that they just... They had to have gotten together with somebody that said, you know what... You know what would be funny? Let's put this in there. And then literally on the same page, and this, and this, and and then it just went on page by page. And nobody, not one of the people doing this movie said, maybe less. Maybe less. Just a little. Less is more. <laughs> Uh, no, like, like the casting choice, in my opinion, was good for the time that the film was recorded. To the actors they had available, they did not have a bad, like, cast choice. But as you said, the the person who wrote the script and the person who did the screenwriting, like the person who, even the person who directed the film, all basic. I think those people sat down in a room together and just went, you know what? Let's fuck this up on per and then just made the film like that. You know, I wasn't I wasn't terribly disappointed by the, the city freezing. That was good. That was that decent good. effects for you know. Wait, Pink made an appearance in that if I'm not mistaken. Pink? 
Yeah. What do you mean pink? In the motorcycle scene where Robin follows, um, fucking what's it, Alfred's niece, and they go to the motorcycle area where they have the race. No, no. I'm like, no, no. You're thinking Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels had a scene where there was a whole uh, motorbike no, race, pink and Pink was, was in there. there. Pink was definitely not in this movie. However, uh, Corey Haim was one of the biker gang members. Oh no shit! Yes, Corey Haim was in this movie. This is this is way too old a movie for Pink to have been a thing in it, really. Yeah, <laughs> give me a minute because I could, I swear. Uh, I'm telling you, you're thinking motor. You're thinking about the the X Games scene and Some, uh, somebody. So I I know there was somebody in this one bit who okay. dealt with the buy-in. The buy-in. I don't know who you're thinking. <laughs> I'm like fucking watching the scene right now on my phone. Please just keep discussing. <laughs> so you're watching it while we're trying I'm, to keep I'm, an active conversation on the for, podcast. Uh, yep, there's Corey Haim. Yep. yep. Oh, it, <laughs> it wasn't pink. It was Coolio. Coolio. Question. Okay, now that sparks a question. How can you mistake Coolio and pink? I don't know. I know it was someone in the music industry. I think the reason why my brain went to pink was because of the Charlie's Angels thing. Black guy with dreads. White it girl with pink hair. I Christian, you give me an aneurysm here, mate. Just shut up. Just shut up. Just shut up. I'm just saying. This... <laughs> No, why don't, why don't, no, where my brain went with that was a motorcycle scene where somebody from the music industry was dealing with the buy-in. Hence why my brain went to pink. Your brain, oh, you could have been thinking about Biker Boys who had, uh, what's his name, uh, Kid Rock in it. There's another one. Yeah. There's a lot of um, music artists apparently doing money exchanges in back alleys during movies. But, but, like in fucking the Fast and Furious franchise, where Ludacris is the fucking guy for the buy-in. Yeah, that sounds about right. Apparently, you, you have to be a musician and, and an artist to be kind of, you know, sketchy. Yeah, yeah. apparently so. Yeah. yeah. You want to play the sketchy guy in the back alley that's uh, doing the buy-in during the race? You want to do that? Yeah. yeah. So but how, how, big are you, how big are you in the music community? Well, I'm pretty well known. Perfect, you've got the job. All you've got to do is stand here, be sketchy, and take money from people to join a race. <laughs> Maybe nod, say one or two words, we're good. You know, yeah. that's it. Make it known that you're from the music industry that we can see on your face. Can I roll back no, on something you said? Just a little bit. Ahead. Personally, uh, while I, 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 I do partially agree with you that uh this uh this movie kind of portrays alfred in a decent light like i i know you like this alfred personally i think the guy that plays alfred in uh gotham does the best job as alfred yeah he does but like like shown he, they have some similarities in the way they portray alfred it's just the alfred that we saw in the batman vs robin was an aged alfred the Alfred we see in Gotham series is a younger Alfred, still older, but younger, dealing with Bruce Wayne growing up. I reckon if those universes kind of merged, that that Alfred would have grown to be the same Alfred. 
You know I, what I mean? I think that the Alfred storyline in the movie was probably the only part of the movie where they talked in a believable manner. Any time that they talked about him and his illness and the interactions with Alfred were like literally the only parts of the movie where there was tolerable rates of speech. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. And it, it showed everyone actually gave a shit as well. Like, it wasn't just, oh, Bruce was the only one who gave a shit. Robin gave a shit. Fucking his niece gave a shit. Yeah. That he was sick. That he was sick. And his niece was the only one who actually knew initially. No, it sounded Until like uh, Alfred, Bruce did too. He's like, fuck you, fucking, I'm taking no, no, a flat. Bruce didn't know. Bruce didn't know initially. Alfred yeah, no, she came storming in. Well, she yeah. came storming in and saying he's sick, and then Bruce is in the background. He goes, "No, he's not sick. He's dying." Yeah, but that's but that could be misconstrued as well. He's an older man. You know what I mean? No, he I didn't think, know I, the, the, No, if he knew specifically that he was dying from this illness, that it would have been dealt with a lot sooner in the movie. You I know what I mean? I think the reason why they played it like they did with with. There was an issue. There was a whole thing that went on from beginning to end of the movie where there was no trust between Batman and Robin. They, Robin constantly felt like Batman didn't trust him. You know, no, as a it, partner. No, it wasn't that. And it I wasn't think, that. No, it was more Robin felt like Batman was still treating him like a kid. He felt like he could go. He could, he felt like he was ready to do these things on his own. But Batman knew he wasn't ready. Can I can I finish not, my point? Not distrust. I'm just saying, there was no distrust. There was no, there definitely was a, a, a distrust. He says it physically that there's he. You don't trust me. There's no trust here. And Alfred even brought it up a couple of times. But I think that's what that was. Was when he says, "Yeah, no, Alfred's dying." I think that was part of them trying to emphasize that you know Bruce Wayne didn't necessarily trust you know Robin. Uh, didn't provide him all the information, didn't treat him like an equal partner. And I think that was just to kind of further the narrative that, you know, we haven't provided you this information because we're not on equal footing right now. Not only that, I'm sorry, from the perspective of, a, of someone who was treated like a kid all the way up to the age of 18, where I've actually done adult things, there is a sense of feeling like someone doesn't trust you because you're a kid. That's the point. Batman didn't. It wasn't that Batman didn't trust Robin. It was more that Batman saw him more as a kid still and treated him as such. Robin mis misconstrued that that the, that he he misconstrued the fact that Batman was treating him like a kid and more. Oh, you don't trust me. When really it wasn't. I don't trust you. It's that you're you, in my eyes. You're still a kid. You're not ready to do these things. Hey, hey, hey Thomas. There, there, go there's... ahead. Go on. There's a honeybee on the podcast. We haven't let her talk in a little bit. Hi. She, she disappeared, so... I disappeared for a minute. Go ahead. This. Go ahead. I, I don't know. I, what, what were we talking about? <laughs> How baked are you right now? Very. <laughs> you're, you're so toasty, we're no, going to call you Melba. Okay. 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 <laughs> Everybody, we're going to set up a podcast for Miss B, so every time she's toasted, you can send her butter. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Yep. Do you know how much butter you would get sent to you? I'm all set. I don't. We don't need we're, random we're people sending butter to her. We're it's, not going to do that. We're not going to do that. That's 
That would be hilarious. I'm sorry. I could just see this be opening a podcast. I could see this be opening this fucking PO box and there's a key Hi. to a bigger box. She opens the bigger box and it's just like a fucking crate full of butter. Just, Why? It'd be melted. It'd be leaking out unless they, you know, packed it in just dry like, ice well, or something, you, did you know. Say you were toasty. No, just send more. You, you don't Terrible. need to give butter. Terrible. More of the toastiness. No, no. She butter. could, she could, no, she could, she could turn that butter into herbal butter. Ew. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh. You use that. In I don't bacon. have enough. I don't. I, I don't have enough uh, greenery to turn that into special but, butter. But you could get it. That's the point we're making. <laughs> then you Do you think that there's some butter? kind of market where they'll trade butter for bud? Like, are butter is over here? There's bud not here. There is over here. Right? No. <laughs> Butter. 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 <laughs> butter. There you go. There's yeah. your brand of butter. Butter. <laughs> anyway. Moving anyway. on. So we're going to go ahead and take a very short break. And when we come back, the. You know what? We're going to take it easy on Miss B. And we're just going to do some general questions today rather than the pitch storm. Because I don't oh, think she's going to be able to conti- contribute too much in her toasty state. <laughs> She'd probably just kind of sit there, nod and agree, like, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Jazz hands! There you go, that's your answer. Just jazz hands. We need jazz, jazz hands, hands in the movie. Just jazz hands. Just jazz hands. <laughs> All right, moving into the second half of the podcast here, we're going to go with a deck of cards that I haven't brought out in quite some time, so Thomas has not had the experience of a... Uh, playing with the ducking high deck with us quite yet uh and we're not doing a live recording (laughs) but he looks ducking high uh that being said (laughs) for our first question what would be the funniest substitute for hair on humans what would be the funniest funniest substitute? substitute i think if we're going Hmm. funny if we're going funny, I think it would be absolutely hilarious if the only way that humans could grow hair was this if they treated themselves like a chia pet. Just put the paste on there and they grow the little sprouts. <laughs> no, I, 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 was thinking, I was thinking more cotton candy as a substitute for hair. That would oh, be funny. That would be funny, but also miserable on a hot day. Oh, hell yeah. That's the funny part about it. Or any time that it rains. Exactly. It's like, oh my god, look at my lovely head of hair. It rains. Well, fuck. Look at my sticky everything. <laughs> Don't. That sounds horrible. Don't look at... Okay. Continue. Miss B? It, it, tentacles. Tentacles? Tentacles! Like mini hair tentacles. Just like Medusa almost, no, except not, for... No, not mini. Like gargant arm-sized tentacles. So Instead basically Japan approved. Yes. Ah, tentacle porn for a skull. That sounds horrible. Horrible. Hair tentacles. I'm not sure if I would... I'm not sure if I would uh, call that funny as much as severely disturbing. (laughs) Be creepy as hell. I'm not going to lie. Okay. If you could design... baby with the first tentacle... Yeah, exactly, right? A newborn baby with their first tentacle just, like, slaps someone in the face and rip out an eyeball. If you could design 
A new movie theater concept. How? Okay, what would people sit on? And what food would be served? Race car beds and pizza. Race car beds and pizza. Okay. I mean, it kind of reminds me of Chunky's. Okay. I mean, they have, like... Chunky's has, like, the old Cadillac seats. seats. Yeah. Yeah. Old Cadillac seats. Oh, uh, so, the, actually, no. No, I changed my answer. Pizza still, yes. But, no. The, the, the chair you sit in is themed to the movie that you're watching. Okay? So, it's like a CIA sort of, like crime fighty film then you're gonna get one of them like office chairs as your chair to watch the movie in okay if you if you're watching like a racing film like you know fast and furious film then yeah you are getting a race car fucking bed to like lay and watch the film in i would if it's a romantic film you get the fancy fucking frilly heart-shaped bed shit my idea and i would pay for this okay is a drive-in movie theater okay except it is, basically, what you have is you have a restaurant theme. So waiters deliver your food to you. You order your food through a speaker box in the middle of one of those clear bubble tents. Okay. So you get a clear bubble tent in the middle of the... Basically, they set up bubble tents. Instead of you having to drive up, you get your own bubble tent with a speaker... Like a surround sound speaker system inside the tent. You know? You, you get to sit down, order your food at a little table within the tent, and they, you, they, they're set up between intimate two-person tents up to six-person tents. So you can have up to six people in your bubble tent with you, and basically they deliver food to you as if you had gone to a restaurant. Okay. I want to say like, I, I, I want to say like a steakhouse kind of setup. Okay. Okay. I like the, and I it's a drive, so it's a drive-in movie theater too. So it's completely outdoors. You've got the gigantic like billboard screen. You know, this this seems this seems doable. I think that's what they should be doing with the drive-in theaters now. I, I like the idea. It just sounds a little high maintenance, so you may have to pay a little extra to get into this particular theater. <laughs> okay. So yes, what I want is. You, you I'm Chris, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Um, the like 70s style, like sunken lounge yes. areas. The little, the little couch okay. pit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I want okay. those with like little fire pit tables. Okay. But instead of like the, the regular seats, I want bean bags and shit. I want, I want shit to be comfy as fuck. And. Oh, you know what I just I pictured? Hibachi. I was just picturing that. Like, you've got a, a pit, but the very center of the pit is actually a hibachi grill. So you got this yeah. guy serving you food while the movie's going on. Yeah, and it's all indoors, and fucking, I don't know, you got like a bar in the back, some like pools on the sides. I like that. We, oh, need, yeah. we need to combine ideas. We have an indoor hibachi, hibachi theater and an outdoor bubble tent theater. Yes. All on the same lot. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I could do... You know what? I'm about to open up Sims and fucking start making this. Sounds good. You, you need to send me pictures when you're done. I will. It sounds very interesting. I like. Okay. All right. Next question. Next question. 
If a gorilla could wear clothes and go to work, what would be the funniest job for it to have? Oh, I thought this was going to be like, uh, what are we going to dress the the gorilla in? But what would be the funniest <coughs> job? An, an accountant. For a gorilla to have. A gorilla accountant. An ac- yes. That's funny? E- e- yes, it would be incredibly hilarious. I was thinking a gorilla rodeo <laughs> clown. No, I, no I, my, my, my concept here is like, it's not even like a high class accountant. They're just in the little fucking cubicle. Like, you know, there's really small office cubicles and there's just this really big ass burly gorilla in a fucking suit trying to type on this fucking computer. I would die laughing seeing that. Gorilla taxes okay, will go ape that. on your taxes. <laughs> exactly. <Okay. laughs> gorilla accounting. Go ahead. You have something. Go ahead. I have something? Oh, God, no, I don't have something yet. Well, you just had that far-off look of, of some... Like, I had just come up with something. How shall we flesh this out? No? No? I still like my gorilla rodeo clown. I, mean, I can see it. But at the same time, don't you think that gorilla would punch the bull? Yes. That's why he's the rodeo <laughs> clown. We don't need to hide in barrels to get the, gorilla, the, the bull's attention. We need to run after the bull and clobber it. <laughs> I think I think both aspects here is what oh my god it's daytime job is the whole gorilla accountant and then his nighttime job is the rodeo clown <laughs> he's an accountant rodeo clown okay what other jobs Account- do we have for our accounting by day rodeo clown by night rather odd gorilla just looks at this gorilla hey Phil how come you showed up to work today with a black eye Oh, well, Steve, I uh, I got in a fight with a bull last night. Rodeo clown. <laughs> Sorry, I I went silent for a minute. Fucking Fredo had to scream at his people on Warzone, and now the dog's screaming. All I can hear is him chuckling in the background, like, really yeah, loudly. He's maniacally, <laughs> he's maniacally laughing. Oh. The- <laughs> his son's calling to ask if he's okay from the next reward. Is that bad? Yeah, he's he's really loud. <laughs> it was loud. Extremely loud. Extremely. Oh my god! So, so the funniest, me. the funniest um, gamer. A gamer. A gamer. A, a gamer I want to see a yeah. I want to see a gorilla fucking dressed up in like. I don't know what my boyfriend's wearing right now. Fucking muscle shirt and sweatpants. Just fucking screaming at the the, the fucking TV with this little tiny controller. (laughs) It's just... Dude, what the... And the little tiny fucking dog just like hovering over his shoulder. (laughs) With a scream... With a screaming dog the on his shoulder. in Warzone as well. Sorry, the screaming dog yeah. on his shoulder just made the image for me. Just... Ah! <laughs> so, see, see, we could add all these together. So I gotta day, draw that. No, I was gonna say, so by day, he's a, he's a gorilla accountant. You know, going ape on your taxes. By night, by night, he's this gorilla fucking rodeo clown that fights the bull. And then when he gets home, he loads up Twitch and starts live streaming himself playing Warzone. Fucking perfect. This gorilla can do it all, baby. Damn, I gotta uh, draw that. Or do far less than you'd hope that a gorilla would do with its life. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just uh, no, no. And then in this image, you just need to see, you just need to do like a, a gorilla, like another gorilla in like the. Do you know the old schooly like mom outfits? You know the fucking the the the, the clothes that like go down to the fucking feet and the frilly hat and shit, the apron and shit. Yeah, yelling at him, saying "Keep your noise down." And he's like, "Fuck off, mom!" He's trying to play <laughs> video games and shit. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. <sighs> okay. You can make a comic fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> what topping that usually isn't found on pizza would taste best? Okay. I have one that is usually found over here, but it's not usually found over there, and you need to try this. Fucking sweet corn. Okay? Corn. Like corn from the cob. It's amazing on pizza. Not the whole cob. You know what? I would try that. Amazing. I I would definitely try. You know, sweet corn with a little bit of broccoli and chicken. It needs to have chicken. Trust me, chicken. Oh, and sweet yes. Corn Damn. I wanna I wanna do homemade pizzas. Fredo, can we do homemade pizzas? Can we do homemade pizzas? Miss B, we're in the middle of a we're podcast. What are, <laughs> what, what are you doing? I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. What are you doing? But it. it but in terms of for, for an English person, I feel like Cool Ranch Doritos would be amazing on top of a pizza. I've had Dorito pizza. It's not over it's not here. Good. Though, so I think I would enjoy it personally because I'm just a fat fuck. So uh, calamari. Ugh, I've had cut. No, it would go rubbery in the oven. Calamari with white sauce. So fr deep fried calamari with, with with white sauce on top of a pizza. See, as a chef, my brain is just screaming no. But I mean, I would try it. Just out of curiosity, I would try it. Because I like calamari. It's quite tasty. But on a pizza, it just hurts my brain. No? Hmm. I would try it. I'm not. I'm not denying that I would try it. What's the most disgusting oh, thing? I, I, I would not do calamari. Pineapple should never go on pizza. Pineapple is Fuck fucking you. disgusting. It deserves Fuck to be Fuck you and your, your fucking barbaric, underdeveloped taste buds. Chris, you started this, you fucker. No, uh, pineapple should never go on pizza. It deserves to be burned you. in hellfire. Uh, I'm about 50-50 with that statement. I... I'm not a fan of pineapple by itself on pizza. But with other things like chicken, ham, stuff like that, it's actually pretty good. You've got to... No, it should be burned in hellfire. Bacon goes on everything. Bacon? Bacon. And so do green peppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do words. Green, green peppers. Green peppers. Green peppers. Crickets. With a, nice cup, with a nice cup of coffee. Sorry, I had to. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't give me that look. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You said it first. You said it No, no. I'm not giving you this look. I'm not giving you this look. I'm giving Chris. <laughs> well, what did he say? El Hefe said crickets. <laughs> yeah, you that just sent me back to, that's like, fucking... nice. That's actually quite nice. I've had it. Yeah, no, you just sent me back to Sunday school. I'm all set. Well, that was not crickets on your pizza on purpose. I had crickets on my pizza on purpose, and it was quite tasty. It gave a nice crunch to the pizza. Yes, right? A little crunchy. 
you know? Because there's no, no real, there's no. no real flavor to crickets. So like on a pizza, exactly. So why would you why would you put them there? Because it gives the nice crunch. There are so many. Throw bacon on there. I do, but it doesn't give that crunch that a cricket does. If you like, cook it right, it, it does. Crisp, it gets crispy in the earth. Oh, it's so good. Mm. Okay. If you cook it the right way, it does. I do cook bacon the right fucking way. Thank you very much. If you assemble the pizza the right way, <laughs> cook the bacon first, cook the pizza, then throw the bacon on, and cook it in a little bit, and then eat it. It still keeps the crunch, and it melts in a little bit. You fucking derp a derp. Derp -derp. Crickets do taste nice though on the pizza. It's mm. derp a derp. What, <laughs> Next question. What would make an awesome pinata filler other than candy? I'm legally not allowed to answer this one because my, my answer will be very unsatisfactory for other people. Hmm. Will it? Will it? Well, what's what's the pinata audience? Assume that you're 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 setting up a party with a bunch of uh, of your friends of your age. Tiny dildos, tiny dildos, tiny dildos. Fucking hilarious. Tiny dildos. It'd be fucking hilarious. Joints. Joints. I, I went of with. Of course, a... you go straight to weed. <laughs> or, or well, yeah, of course. Or just like fucking. Did I, am I the first one that I went with the prank answer? I went with the prank answer, so I'm picturing to one of two that, things. That's, Either that's why I meant. That's why I said tiny dildos. A large pinata reaction filled with nothing but jello, which would be entertaining. That would be entertaining. Or if you want to, if you want to make it one of those pinata things, you know how they have the ones that you just pull the thing out of the bottom instead of hitting it, right? Except for the one tab that you pull removes a barrier between vinegar and baking soda. <laughs> yes. I'm that level of asshole where I would do it, but I would cast, like, the inside of that same piñata with iron, like, solid iron, and then give my friend a metal baseball bat and just be like, go ahead, and just watch, ding! No, no. vibrate, it'd be fucking hilarious. Even better. Even better. You look horrified. You look horrified with that answer. Take the metal bat. Take the metal bat. And put an airbag inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The second yeah. they strike that. Them? No, it just be fucking hilarious. This, or, or, even, or even better. It leads to a little fucking wire. So when you hit it and it pulls down, it actually releases like 12 fucking air horns. That just go off at the same time, right as the person's fucking dragging down, just shits them up completely. Oh, perfect. <laughs> just something. Oh my God. <laughs> the prankster in me just goes off when I think of things like that. It just, I don't want to do it. This is why I said tiny dildos initially, because could, could you imagine somebody's reaction to, like, joy that there would be candy breaking it and then just a bunch of tiny dildos fell out? Tiny dildos in my pinata. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I feel so sorry for the person who has to fill that piñata just going to the store just like do you have any tiny dildos? Just need a lot of dick to put in here please. Just... Uh, you're stoned in a mall. What store do you go to first? 
You're stoned in a mall. The pretzel shop. I never make it out of the food court. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd be. I'd See, be no, that's the thing. I don't ever go into the food court. I go to the little pretzel shop that's between stores. Grab a couple of little tiny pretzel bites, and then just bake my way. I've been to the Rockingham Mall way too often. In all honesty, the uh, the pretzels at the Rockingham Mall are just they're they're unsatisfactory. I like so they so we we don't really call them malls over here, which is called a shopping center. Uh, but there is one over here near me, and um, the, in this specific mall, they have a like witchy kind of shop with like the crystals and shit. And I have been stoned and walked straight into it, and I was there for a solid hour, staring at one random crystal that had light shining into it, and I was just like, "Okay." <laughs> Without just Googling. staring at it, just, that would probably be where I would go—the witchy shop straight away. Without googling it, what is the name of Nemo's father? Marvin Merlin. Marlin. 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 Marlin, yeah, Marlin, yes. Marlin, yeah. We had Marvin, Marlin, and then we got Marlin, finally. Okay, it didn't take very long. That was good. I thought it was going to take a little she bit longer. She said Marlin, I said Marvin, so it kind of merged. So we were both kind of right because we said both one aspect of it. What I was food, closer. What food tastes the most like nothing? Cucumber. Watermelon. I would say unsweetened ice cream cone. Those the cardboardish ones that really don't have a flavor I like those. to it. They, they, they're nice. I like them. They're more crunch than anything else. They kind of taste like you're chewing on a Manila envelope. I like everything. That. Everything that I've ever tasted that's like watermelon flavored. What the fuck is that? That's not a flavor because what the fuck does watermelon taste like? It's just well, we're talking sweet about what water. <laughs> Well, taste... Yeah, but that's the point. It has a sweet kind of taste to it. It was kind of sweet. It's like it's a little sugary. Cucumber, in my opinion, has literally no taste to it at all. It's just like it's solidified water, and in, 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 there's no real taste to cucumber, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Whereas where watermelon has that sweetness, cucumber doesn't. So it's just like I don't know. I like cucumbers. I'm chewing on water. <laughs> that's all. Battery low. Please charge now. Okay, well, uh, okay, so next question. Beautiful. That was beautiful. Uh, next question. All right. Sorry, we had a, we had a little bit of a uh, <clears throat> audio malfunction here. Battery low, please charge now. Uh, um, replace one word in a movie with vagina. Best movie title wins. Batman and Vagina. Batman and Vagina? <laughs> it's called Basic. No, 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 I've got one. Tenacious D and the Vagina of Destiny. Why not just Tenacious Vagina and the... <laughs> Never mind. No, 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 Tenacious no, D and the Vagina no, no. Ah, uh, the Vagina League of America. No? No. <laughs> Star Requiem Wars for a vagina. vagina. What? That's actually good. Requiem for a Vagina. I like that one. But here's another one. Star Wars, a new vagina. Indiana Jones and the Vagina of Doom. <laughs> or just take okay. the film Doom and just Vagina. 
Well, you can't take any one-word movies. It doesn't really work that way. Yeah. Jurassic Vagina. Vagina and the Furious. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Just, there's just entirely too much vagina there. We're, we're moving on. Okay. Yeah, I'm all oh, set. Let's go. Which kitchen item would you choose as a weapon in the Hunger Games? Um, which kitchen kitchen item? A frying pan. A frying pan. Hmm. Not just any frying pan. A cast iron frying pan. Just cast okay. iron skillet. Those cast things are skillet. fucking dangerous. Right. The half. Yeah. Just... Okay. You sneak up on somebody and get a hard enough shot in the back of their head with the edge of that thing. You've killed them. Done. They're dead. They ain't getting back up. I'm taking the carving knife. Of course. I mean, I can see that, but this is why I also said the cast iron frying pan. Because it can also classify as a shield, as well as a weapon. Ah, very true. Yeah. You've outmatched me, sir. Hmm. Damn. Damn. Y'all taking, like, the good shit... What am I left with? A spoon? A, sp- a, a ladle? Anything that you would find in a the, kitchen. The gas cooker! <laughs> it's a bomb! <laughs> I'm taking the refrigerator. The air fryer. <laughs> a... No? Wait, what'd you say, Chris? I said I'm taking the refrigerator. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm hiding it until it's over. <laughs> I have a coffee pot. Nobody seems to notice that, the empty refrigerator dangerous. in the middle of the field. That... No, a coffee pot could be dangerous. Can you break that thing? You've just got a fucking stabby weapon there with a It's like a shiv. <laughs> yeah. Any bad movie with a broken bottle top will tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yep. I mean, oh, no, I could go Riddick with this and just teacup. If anybody's seen the Chronicles of Riddick, yeah, teacup. If you could specialize in a delivery service that only... Oh, if you, sorry, if you could start a delivery service that specialized in only one thing, what service would that be? What would you deliver? Hmm. <laughs> I, personally, hold on. I'm, I, you can suit me up in everything. Put me in the outfit. I want to go around and I want to start a delivery service for Trojan. I want to be the Trojan man. That delivers the condoms to your door. <laughs> See, you you want to be that. I just want to. I want to be the delivery guy that delivers the sex toys solely for the reason. If you are a woman who's ordered sex toys and you're at your parents' house, just that awkward exchange of me handing you this package while dressed like a guy in like a fucking pink UPS outfit with a hat that just has a penis on the top of it. So there you go. It would fucking the embarrassment no. would be immaculate. You don't need care. you don't need a penis, dude. You, you said pink outfit, right? So the hat just has to yeah. have like a, a, a nipple right here, just a nipple. Yeah, it looks like there a boob. You go. That's that's cool. Sorry, if, if you're that's, that's cool. And okay. instead of instead of Amazon with the A to Z, I just like A to D, and there's like a fucking dick doing the arrow. I think. <laughs> uh, let me finish mine real quick, and then we'll move. I'm sorry. 
I, I think that for my delivery drivers, I'm going to have a fleet of drivers, and they're going to deliver to your door, and they are going to be required to walk up to the door and actually do the standard line from the Trojan commercials, where they stand there and go, Trojan man, you know, and just do that right in front of the door every time they deliver. That's fucking great. <laughs> okay, moving on. Go ahead. Okay, so I want to make a delivery service that's for... Friends who want to send, like, a self-care package to one of their friends who's, like, isolated or whatever. And so the self-care package, it's got... You can customize everything. Okay. Set of, like, I don't know, between five and ten snacks. Throw bath and body work shit in there. Fucking soaps, bath salts, whatever. Throw in a coloring book. Fucking candles. Fucking... And, like, a little gift card for to DoorDash so they can order whatever food they want. And the drivers don't have any, like, face-to-face interactions with the people at all. They text the fucking phone that they're supposed to be delivering to. And they're like, oh, we're here. We have a thing for you. Come get your thing. I and like they leave it with a little, really like... Sweet. I like how you went really sweet with it. Like, me and Chris went douchebaggy with it. Like... He delivers the condoms, I deliver the sex toys, and you're like, we want to deliver self-care packages. Like, you're it's so important. <laughs> and each thing has, like, fucking three bottles of water. I... I'm ashamed of myself. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. You guys <laughs> missed an opportunity there. I feel like a dick. Oh, no, no, no we took full you advantage should. of the opportunity, but we took advantage of it in only the way that a single-minded male could. Exactly. I, Sorry. <laughs> I'm always like looking for whenever one of my friends sends me some messages about how like they're upset or whatever. I'm like, okay, so I don't know how to handle this in words. So I'm going to send you a little self care package. And no websites that I can find actually has a decent self care package. So I have to find a bunch of like random little items on Amazon and have them all sent to the same place. And sometimes they don't arrive at the same time. And it's just like, ugh. So. Yeah, design a little basket of your own. The fact that you went so sweet with it just makes me feel like such a douchebag. I'm like, wow. And if I can't, if I don't have enough money to send them like a self care basket, I'll send them like a pizza. Oh, oh, that's not good. Oh no no no. Oh no. Did we drop? Did we drop? No, we didn't drop. I'm just, I'm thinking. And it's not a good thinking. What? Uh, oh, no, no, no. My brain just went off in a, in a completely different direction. And I, I apologize for zoning out for just a moment there. Ah, okay. No worries. Yes, just... This, I'm the one that's usually complaining about everybody. Hey, guys, let's let's not be so quiet. And, and today, what do I yeah, do? Yeah, right. <laughs> What's up? How's it going? We're still recording, right? Something like that. Something like that. Something. Okay. Uh, eventually. Eventually. We're doing things <laughs> that should be done purposefully. Next question. Okay. Next question, Chris. Next question, yes. If you could ask your pet... Sorry. If you could ask your pet any one question, what would it be? Why, why are you man's best friend? That's what I would ask a pet dog. Could you please stop licking my blankets and my pillows? 
That laugh if your dog responded like, no, fuck you, I would die. <laughs> right? It's so annoying. Why do you insist upon shitting on my carpet instead of outside? I would, if I, but if I had a cat, I would ask the cat, why do you exist? I hate cats. I fucking hate them with a burning passion. I'd ask my lizards if they're happy. That's fair. <laughs> what about Is you, Chris? Is there anything I could do to make them happier? Oh, I, uh... I'm trying to get you back focused on the I'm podcast. Thinking, I'm thinking, I'm like thinking, like, what would I ask my pet? Uh, that's pretty much it. It's like, please shit in the place that you're supposed to shit. It's not, I'm not asking the damn pet anything. I'm like, now you can understand me. Do what you're supposed to. Do not poo, do, as you're do told. not do. What we are you doing? you, do as you're fucking told. Fuck you, I won't do as I'm told. Fuck you, I won't do as I'm told. Uh, what's going on over there chris i uh that's pretty much it i mean fuck you do as you're told i I love my pets don't no i know you're it looked like you're distracted i'm not distracted i'm just i need to uh i need to i I need to i i I just realized that i'm I'm going running over time and i need to get some shit done and i feel really bad that i zoned out at at the end of the podcast and i'm usually more coordinated than this yeah, no worries, dude. Oh. All right, well, Len, let's get this wrapped up. Oh, uh, so, uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. Who, <laughs> yeah, you, 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 Mister, Mister El Jefe, the leader of the podcast, has completely zoned out. Now we, we have something to compare to Miss uh, B's drunkenness on her own podcast. Because I, <laughs> I just. I just completely... Not really. Not really. Not even close. I completely... Oh, come on. I dropped the ball there. Like, completely Mm -hmm. dropped the ball. Uh, I I definitely should have been a little bit more mindful today. And I I zoned out the last couple of minutes. And I'm just going to spend the last minute or so apologizing to literally everybody that listens to the podcast. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. You're so sorry. Uh, so thank you for all of our to all of our listeners. Please uh, go ahead. We're going we're going to keep uh, putting out things periodically during the week. Uh, live casts uh, for uh, Facebook, uh, just little bits here and there. And uh, that being said, uh, please listen to us on Spotify, Breaker, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We are literally almost anywhere that you could listen to podcasts. And if you have the time, stomp into Anchor and hit that subscribe button because we could definitely use a little bit more income to get Season 3 set up. Because right now, I, I cashed out our little bank and I put it into advertisements for our Facebook. Uh, we don't have very much. Uh, that little bit of bank that we had. Uh, I'm trying to advertise and get us a few more listeners. Uh, Oof. All right. Uh, thank you. We got this. Wonderful, beautiful people, and have a wonderful life. <laughs>